0: You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.
1: Hey
2: guys, how's it going? Florin here with HemperCo. We're coming from the Hayes Radio studio today doing our Hemper podcast. Dude, where's my lighter? We got Angel Ferrer on the pod as my co-host. And we got Anthony from 40 Tons today as well. Yeah. let's get into it guys dude.
1: yes uh, indeed man thank lighter. you for having me dude where's your lighter you dude go, i don't know where hold on do you have a lighter?
2: i got I you you got one for me <laughs> i got you i got you
1: someone just took the one that i had <laughs> <laughs> how's it going man thank you for coming on today for sure for sure man a pleasure to be here man i love you guys man Hemper's awesome yeah, and uh, i can't wait till we drop what we got some you know, it's in the pipeline cool right now with you guys. We got some heat. We got some heat coming. Let's yeah, do it. it.
0: Crazy heat coming. I really don't think it's about. There you go.
1: Yeah. So, well, I mean, Angel, I know
2: you've known Anthony for a while now, but uh, how'd you guys meet exactly? Do you remember?
0: Oh, yeah. Clubhouse. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is this story is going to be fun. Um, so, I don't know if you remember, but you remember Clubhouse? Me? Yeah. Absolutely. So, when Clubhouse first came out, uh, I was hosting rooms on Clubhouse in the cannabis space, basically saying, you know, how to how to be a part of the cannabis industry. Someone else started it, and then like everyone, we just all came as a little cannabis community, and kind of like started fostering and hoping, you know, hosting these. Literally, our first room was like literally. You ran for like four or five days, right? So literally, from like Friday night, from when it first started, we were up like Saturday morning, taking turns. Me and a whole bunch of other people. And that's that's how I met him. and met him in those rooms. Oh shit! Met him on Clubhouse.
2: When was this 2015?
0: Uh, no, this was uh, 2020. 2020, yeah, 2020. Yeah. And then 2021 is when I first met him. I think it was at uh, um, high rise, high mansion.
1: rise, high rise. Oh, high rise.
0: yeah, there we the go. The high rise mansion they had there, they threw a party, he was there too. I'm like, all right, this is like Corvain just had came out, um, yeah, okay, like literally, like what, like probably a few months right before that party happened. Um, And that's when I met him for the first time. I'm like, it's, you know, it's it's. Uh, like and you know you'll see it in, in anthony's energy he's got oh, man. Uh, that man has energy he he has he brings energy like he comes around you start talking he's like you feel that energy you're like oh fuck like
1: i need, to, <laughs> I, need to, I need to start moving with him and to start having conversations like you know
2: yeah i mean you
1: know uh, love real sees family. real right yeah. you know i appreciate that man yeah it was dope man we were on clubhouse in the early days and you know the cannabis industry they had you know their little section of clubhouse and Everybody right. that was in the cannabis industry, no matter where you were, you were on Clubhouse because the pandemic, you know, caused us all to have to stay in the house. And, you know, everybody was not out and about. So you got to really reach people and you got to meet the angels of the world and the, you know, the different business owners and the different you know, executives of these companies, because everybody was online at the time yeah. on Clubhouse. And so Absolutely. it was really cool, man. It was really cool. Yeah. And, you know, we were, trying to get our boy out from a life sentence and the cannabis industry for the most part believes nobody should be in prison for a plant. So when I would come on, I would like, Hey, can you guys sign the the change.org petition? If you believe that my friend should not be in prison. And of course, you know, you'd have to be a pretty big asshole to think that (laughs) you'd be in prison for a cannabis plant. So it really got a lot of support. And Angel was a really big supporter from the very beginning. And he introduced us to Hemper, and we've just been building a relationship since then, man. It's awesome. I
0: love that, man. Yeah. No, it's it's um, it's um interesting because, like, Clubhouse really allowed, you know, the cannabis community to really connect m- more. I feel like they connected more than they had in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just really because, like, you know, on Clubhouse, like, you know, those previous months, you know, like, I remember when COVID <clears throat> finally hit, you know, and they really shut down the country, like there weren't conventions no right? i remember man
1: like nothing yeah there was nothing fucking was nothing that's on. that's
0: what the canvas community really like you know they've been really they, they didn't connect outside of that because well without these trade shows without these conventions going on there was no reason to meet up right which is one thing but well yeah there also wasn't a, a place that you felt at least comfortable or with your own group of people than mm-hmm. to meet up with
1: right like that why do you why do you
2: think that was though it was just because of the isolation that was happening because of the pandemic or
1: um they put played some of that role
0: yeah yeah it, it definitely did but it's it's just the industry itself as it is right like you know there's a right now it's like you're either on the east coast or the west coast trying to run a cannabis business right oh yeah, yeah. so it's like okay if you're in florida or you're, you're trying to open up something in new york or in oakland or chicago or any of these other like states like really the mecca is california but like mm-hmm. california has no problem going to vegas for an event all and, and vice versa i mean yeah.
2: everyone for us at least you know being just so primarily on the west coast we come out to la all the time it's
0: just easy for oh us yeah to,
1: to I did in, you know?
0: i'm
1: i'm a rebel baby i i, I you know I, i've been on this turnpike from yeah. la to vegas for 15 years
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: no definitely actually and
0: yeah. you should tell people you know kind of about like this isn't your first time doing a nonprofit, right? Like this, oh, this guy of. has such a great heart. Like, like, Andrew, like, please, 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 tell the viewers, tell everyone, like, who, what type of person you really are. Yeah, man.
1: Oh man, I appreciate that, bro. You know, well, you know, you know, I, I unfortunately have you know gotten in trouble throughout my tenure of my life, my adult life, even in my my juvenile life. Um, you know, I was in and out of trouble, always for something related to the plant. Uh, sure. Usually, something to do with the money side, right? Um, and then on this last run, it had to do with the actual cannabis itself. Um, and so during my second prison term, um, in 2007, um, I actually, while I was locked up, I gave myself a life sentence to community service. So I said, like, if I come home and I, you know, I get another chance, I'm just going to dedicate myself to community service. And I wanted to get dedicated to things that I personally believe in. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so I came home in 2008. Um, straight to Vegas. Uh, L'Oreal had moved to Vegas, so my family was out there. At the time, I had two kids. Um, and back then, um, I don't know if you remember, but do you remember um, the then-President Obama, his wife, Michelle Obama, she had this thing called Let's Move. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Let's Move was about fighting childhood obesity. Yeah. And so I had met this dude named Brandon Collinsworth, who's now one of the leading um, sports performance Gurus in the world. I mean, he's the face of yoga for Nike. He's trained with all the big yogis all over the world. He's, you know, trains multiple eight and nine figure people, right? And he's more than just a trainer. But at the time, I got him when he was like five bucks a session, and oh, so wow. I, I met him um at the UNLV gym. Speaking of being a rebel, and so when <laughs> uh, when I had come home, I had realized that I had all, you know, this bad paper on me, like my rap sheet, what kind of good paper could I put behind my name? And so I decided to go back to college. So I enroll in UNLV. Um and this dude Brandon starts training me. And when I when he starts training me and you know I'm a skinny dude, man. So I've been thin my whole life. It's hard for me to gain weight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, <laughs> it's tough, man. Um, and so when he started training me, I started seeing a whole lot of gains. And I was like, this dude's the Jay-Z of fitness. And <laughs> And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta manage this dude. I gotta, I gotta figure out what we can do together to help folks because I'm seeing what he's doing for me and what he and I know what he could do for others with my brain and his ability, we could take this yeah. thing to the moon. Um, and so we formed something called <clears throat> the Jump for Joy Foundation. And this was Dame Dash and Jay-Z coming together or LeBron and Rich Paul coming together. Um, and we created the jump for joy foundation, which stood oh, for. Join us making progress, fighting obesity responsibly by jumpstarting our youth. An 11-letter acronym. Holy cow. (laughs) And and so we formed this thing called the Jump for Joy Foundation, and we, we started at the park. We put up a free fitness camp for kids on social media, on a Facebook page, and just said, come bring your kids age 6 to 17, and we'll train them. Only three kids showed up to that camp. Um And within four months, we had hundreds and hundreds of kids coming through the YMCA, the Boys and Girls Club, the Pearson Center, all these people started just reaching out. We ended up forming a, a full-on 501c3, and um, within two years, we had been on television 120 times. We had helped thousands of kids, partnered with the NBA, NFL, and we were just bringing uh, a healthy change to America's children. And I was really passionate about that because my children – you know, were seven, eight, nine, ten. 10, they were in that age range. Um, and we just made it cool. We made it fun and cool for kids to be active, healthy and fit. And we just did it because we cared. And we just, you know, did it for free um, and invited just random people to come and soon celebrities, MMA fighters, um, the police, the military, the dancers in Vegas, we yeah. all they all started coming out. So what we did was like for basketball, we had dunk on obesity. For the military, we had combat obesity. For the uh, police department, we had SWAT against obesity, dance against obesity, tackling obesity for football, and we would no. partner with all of these different um, modalities of fitnesses to come in and teach that. So tap obesity out was with MMA, and all the big MMA fighters of the era would teach the kids MMA and health and wellness and whatnot. And so it was just dope, man. And I don't mean to be long-winded, but no, Corey, you, know, you know, needed it's. It, there's there's nuance to it. No, I think yeah. there needs to
2: be more people like that, man. I yeah. mean, it's it's selfish lately, I think, you know what I mean? And that selflessness of you just wanting to keep on giving and giving and giving. And it kind of rubs off on other people too, you know? Yeah. Uh, well,
1: you, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, obviously, you know, this is a capitalistic society. You know, America's very fast. Everyone is all about themselves. But when you go to these countries overseas and you go to these different environments, you see everything's very communal right That's and true. even though they might not have a lot of money they got a lot of camaraderie and they got a lot of community uh, and so I always embrace that and I, I was blessed that you know being in all the different environments that I've been in to multiple prisons across the country to different schools to different countries to the boardroom to the homeless to the this to the that you know I would say my superhero uh, trait is just being able to fit in, in all environments. Right. And so seeing all that, I was like, man, what if we could just bring that back to our little slice of what we're doing within our ecosphere, meaning, you know, me, Brandon, you know, my wife, my kids, you know, all of those that were around me at the time, what we could do and jump for joy was it, man. And, you know, we had a gym right there in the arts district. Um, so when, you know Tony Shay, rest in peace, and the whole Zappos downtown project was really thriving in Vegas. Yeah, I remember um, that. Man. We were we were a part of that, yeah. and it's dope, man. I don't know if you if you remember, but there used to be a gym right on Commerce and California, which is right it's by Charleston. Still there, it's the only gym it's still that has there. 360 degrees d- graffiti. Yeah, isn't it Alley? I, isn't it Yeah, alley gym? It's, yeah it's, it's right there. 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 Yep, I, yeah, I commissioned right. all that graffiti.
2: Oh, man, that was a
1: spot. Yeah, that this was. This is a
2: super see? small world. <laughs> that's <laughs> now you, super now, cool. Now you see. Yeah, that's yeah, super man.
1: Cool. So it was cool. dope, man. So I've always had an entrepreneurial brain. I always try to figure out how to take something and scale it. And if we can scale social good, I think um, that's how you could really build a successful company. I mean, look at Tom's shoes, you know, for every shoe that yeah, exactly. is sold, a, a free one goes to someone in a third world country that doesn't have shoes. I believe that that model works. Oh, and and, it still works,
2: and they they keep evolving it too. So yeah. not only shoes, I think they're doing more environmental, like planting trees and and doing other seed stuff too.
1: Yeah, um, have you read his it. book, uh, Blake Mykowski Start something that matters. It's a phenomenal. No, book. no, I'm not no. It
2: I, it's I, I have it on the on the Kindle, ready to go. It's a yeah, great I book. I,
1: read it, I literally read it in one and a half days. It was so good.
2: Oh, man. So oh, I don't yeah. have to buy I can just buy yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. I'll, I'll send you the PDF. Yeah,
1: send the PDF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real, I got you. I'll send you a copy. That's one of the things I do as gifts for people because I'm an avid reader and I've read over, you know, pro- I know I've read over 500 books, maybe close to a thousand. Um yeah, And cool. if it's books that I really love, I get, I buy them and give them as gifts. Oh, I love
2: that, man. I kind of do that, too. So, I mean, we, we have, I, I do jujitsu and we do that at the gym, actually. Like we follow oh, nice. really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a bunch of the fighters, you know, they have all these inspirational books like Jocko yeah. Willink or um you know. Oh e. Jocko Red. Willink,
1: uh Jocko Willink is uh don't tell me uh Extreme Ownership.
2: Yes, his dude, I literally have that book next to my bed and, and, and live by that basically.
1: Phenomenal book, man. Phenomenal yeah. that's a, that's have a great you read that book. one?
0: No. Oh last bro. last book I read uh was the Blueford series. Okay, those are good. Yeah, this was like 2007 yeah i mean we were in <laughs> high school then.
2: so it's, <laughs> that's funny though man because like ever since you know being a kid and going to school obviously they, they shove that shit down your throat where it doesn't make you enjoy it until you find something that you're passionate about you be like man how else can i learn this information that i fucking like you know and that's when i started reading and it's, it's oh
1: more man fun reading, now, you know reading takes you away man you know uh mm-hmm. obviously you know when you're locked up you you do a lot of reading at least you Absolutely. try to um, and so I had every book sent into me, but even on the streets, I would, read. And to this day, I still read, like, I just finished a book, I don't know, about maybe two or three weeks ago, when I'm on when I'm traveling on the airplane. I mean, you know, I'm stuck at a, at an airport for a few hours, I'll grab a book and read it. But I always believe like, if you sharpen yourself, you you know, you, you, it's like a muscle, if you don't use it, you lose it. So, Absolutely. you know, if the more you know, the more you grow. And, mm-hmm. I believe that you know being a lifelong learner is the key to always staying successful. right, yeah,
0: no, yeah. right. so so Anthony, so yeah, I was trying to explain like the easiest way, like you know, like a one sentence or like let's say a three sentence phrase, how would you explain
1: what forty tons is for to right now? Forty tons is a social impact cannabis brand that believes nobody should be in prison for the plant. Amen. Amen. Amen and that. there's so much more to it than that, but you said one sentence. Yeah, no, but that's. that's, a, oh, that's, that's right. I mean, that's, that's the embodiment
2: of of yeah. it. But obviously, there's way more that goes into, yeah. you know, no, forty yeah. tons. No, no, he, he, he has career events yeah. going on. Like, if you're
0: looking for for a job in cannabis, um definitely definitely check out the forty tons page. Like they're doing, uh cannabis careers career events um, all over the country. Yeah. When's, exactly. when's the next one. We did one in New York. I know that's long ago. When, when's the next one? When's the next one you got
1: going on? Uh, June nineteenth for Juneteenth in Chicago. Um, nice. Oh, the, man. the last one that we did was actually in Trenton, New Jersey. But you know, oh, yeah, New Jersey. That's <laughs> yeah. And um and it was phenomenal. We did that with uh Tahir from Simply Pure and um and uh Phil with Black Cannabis. Uh, And so that was a really great event. We had a ton of companies come out, all the MSOs down to the equity brands. And, you know, for those that don't know what what the uh, career conferences are about, they're basically our way of bringing more BIPOC communities into the space, creating more diversity and inclusion of uh, minority communities and those with past cannabis convictions. And we believe that if we take education Uh, and we provide it with opportunity, then we can create real sustainable change and start to build generational wealth. And so June 19th is going to be our first ever uh, career conference where we'll be at a convention center. So we started at like the community center level. And now we've been working our way up. And now we're going to have one like similar to NECAN or MJ Impact or something of that nature. That's the size in which this next one in Chicago is going to be. Our title sponsorship has uh, tripled from what it was on the last one that we did. So it's just slowly but surely growing, bringing in large media partners, bringing in large um, resource providers. And that's what it's about. We bring in, you know, resume resumes, uh, LinkedIn optimizations, headshots, um, skills based learning. uh, uh, speaker panels, uh, and you know the angels of the of the world come and speak, and you know the 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 executives of the industry come and speak, as well as sixty companies that are actually hiring, so that you can be an all one stop shop with haircuts and beauty and all these different things, so that we can really empower our uh, people to get real careers, and that's I what it's about. It. I love it. It's called Level Up,
0: and Level so our up. first
1: version was called Can I Get a Second Chance. And so oh, it's man. it's leveled up now, and so it's now about leveling you up because it's cool to get you a job as a bud tender, but we want you to be a, a, a manager and then a regional yeah. manager, yeah. yeah, and then yeah. a district manager, right? All and then is, way up. Weird. I mean, all the all cannabis weird.
2: space to work in is so much fun, man. yeah.
1: Cannabis Ain't it fun, though? Man. Like, bro. Dude, where's the lighter,
2: dude? Where's the <laughs> <bro> lighter?
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you guys must love, you know, working in the industry, doing podcasts and working with all the different, um, you know, what you guys do at Hara and Hemper, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it's got to be dope, you know, like, that's what we get to do in this cannabis industry. It's like, there's always something new. Yeah, no, uh,
0: it's, it's, it's always an interesting aspect. Like, we literally have, we've hired so many people in the past few months, um, and just to see, like, people are actually happy to work in, in a different space. Like, you know, we're, 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 we're a very fun company to work with. We're a very fun company to work with, you know, people like, you know, I mean, coming across people in the industry like yourself. and then- Well, yeah, I
2: was just going to say, like, you know, when there's other dope people to work with and it's kind of like all on the same, yeah, you know, level as everybody that's, you know, not only trying to progress themselves, but trying to progress our community and something that they're more importantly passionate about, you know, that's, that's where like the dope shit comes from you know what I mean? Like that yeah. over this so much of what you produce.
1: you know, I, I, you know, I, I have my fair share of, of, of mistakes and faults and, and stumbles, you know, sure. but I do believe that like, you know, it's about your intentions and if you try to, you know, keep good intentions. You have a, a, a North star, you know, an internal compass, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you, you're going to always succeed. And no matter how many times you fall off, you'll be able to get back up and get going again because you know, you, 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 you treat people right. And you, you, you care about putting back into the community that, you know, that maybe sometimes you take from. So as long totally. as you keep back into to things, I think it, it's it's a cycle and you just create a good ecosystem and the cannabis industry is, one of those industries that supports legacy it supports the people that really put their life on the line for this plant um and we get to now be a part of an industry that we help build
0: absolutely the the beauty about all that's like you know those are all battle scars whether it's even if to win right like you can be a person that's constantly winning you (coughs) have some scars man like you have some battle scars you've gone to battle like every day every day win or lose it's a battle of some sort Right, like mental yeah. wellness, whether it's your health, whether it's just challenges you come across or obstacles, and you know whether it's something you've come across every day, and you're finally, you know, you're you're exceeding at it, or you know you're coming across a new challenge that you just never even experienced, but like you have people to work around it with, like you're not working on it alone. You know, absolutely,
1: heck absolutely. yeah. Man, I see you guys got the, <laughs> that ice spire in the background. Man, shout out the guys over there, my guy yeah. Adam.
0: Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm about to go see them it.
1: this week. We, we we got some heat coming coming for nice, you guys.
0: Yeah, we, we got one of, rigs, uh, one of the rigs, one of the E rigs at the office. We tried it out. Not that bad. Uh, I, I not that bad.
1: That. What you mean not that bad? <laughs>
0: it's, <laughs> it's it's, bad it's, uh, Come on. It's 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 the cleaning. To be honest with you, it's really the cleaning right Uh, like really the cleaning the setting it like i understand it's a different form factor uh but just the i like the look of it too yeah the look the look is
2: what it doesn't look just like you know a
0: typical like vape almost you know
1: you're big on that though angel you always talk about the cleaning and you're right you you do you're really big on that i i I, it's it's, you brought that up before on other rigs and other things yeah
0: like listen like i like people say oh what's your favorite rig i'm like hmm
1: now, Easy. should I give them the
0: one that hits the best? Should I give them the one that cleans the best? Should I give them the one that, that we sell the most? Like, I don't, you know, I started asking those questions to myself.
1: No, but that's a great point because a lot of people only think that it's the one that hits the best and they don't realize that it, that if it's a, it's super labor intensive to clean, it's kind of debilitating to use it because you're like, yeah. uh, shit, I got to clean this damn thing now. That is true. Yeah, You know, it, it, it messes up the vibe. Yeah, Absolutely. Actually. Uh, honestly, I have a, uh,
0: in my top three um, would be our, our, our jellyfish jar bomb. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's my favorite one because it's a function. Okay. And uh, because uh, I kind of pushed for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, that was the angel bomb. Yeah, right that, that one I pushed for. Um, okay. That's uh, one. I would have to say that the UFO is number, you know. Is, Ooh, is that's a good one. one. It's either between one and two is the UFO. The vortex. Uh, yeah, because um, I love aliens. I love UFOs and shit. It's, it's, it's you know. Who doesn't right? you know, they <laughs> exist yeah they fucking exist though. they out there somewhere i'm telling you that <laughs> you
2: know?
0: and then uh i would i would honestly have to say um it, it's 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 i have, have two pieces tied for third right so uh i've been hitting the daspoo XL these past few days and it's it's, it's where is it's it? a pretty smooth hit where is it i don't uh, have it i have, I have the you have the regular here. one i have the mini here
2: yeah i don't know so, if you've seen
0: this one before uh It's literally the DOS boot. It's such a smooth hit, but then nostalgically, like I'm gonna say, the Wish Ball Excel is probably one of my favorites. See, that's uh, so
2: interesting, though. My top for sure. The The Jelly is like definitely not in my top ten either. It chops, bro. Oh, it does, but like
1: I gotta get you one of our ones as soon as Angel can get 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 done. You know, we got a forty tons bond coming.
0: Oh wait, yeah. I think you told me about this.
1: Yeah, is that one gonna hit good?
0: It chugs because it's a straight, <laughs> it's a it's basically so it's a pair, it's basically a pyramid bomb. Oh, no, uh, shit so the base is like a pyramid because the image of a weight, and then the top piece, it's pretty sick.
2: Oh man, what I remember that's actually how how long you guys been talking about this one for now. Uh, I would say since a year. last April. A year okay, so about, yeah. I remember this for a minute before I started working at. That oh yeah 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 because i
1: had
0: um we
2: had
1: to order the samples around there. yeah yeah i hope yeah i can't wait for that thing to drop man i i think yeah. that's gonna do really good and we got a lot of people that'll support that plus you know it's obviously about the mission too as well you know so when totally you good product mixed with a good mission it's a win-win so that's gonna be my favorite once we get it <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, definitely I think start. so too man i mean like i don't know it's crazy to think about how, how did we talk about when you started 40
1: no, not yet. What, what year was that? Uh, Well, we started, you know, 25 years ago selling weed in the streets. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean um, like
0: the transition. I know,
1: it officially started. Um, So, you know, before Corvanger got out of jail, you know, the only way he could get out of jail was through a presidential pardon. Right. Um, And so we were on the phone, you know, every day or every day that he could be on the phone trading stocks, having a good time talking like, you know, you, you never knew that he was in jail for life, like he never wore it. He, You know, if you ever talk to him, you'll, you'll hear what he says. It's like, I I never believed it. So the life sentence never had a hold of me because I never believed I had a life sentence. Mm -hmm. And so about a year before uh, he ended up getting free, we got the opportunity um, to build the brand. And we basically built the brand in hopes to get him out of jail. And then we did everything kind of just took off from there. But like, we really started it in 2020. And it's, nice. it's just been growing and, you know, what you see is what you get. It's me, L'Oreal and Corvain, you know, obviously there's different team members and whatnot, like Brandon Mitchell from brand resumes and a few others of, who have helped us throughout the past, um, really get us to the next level. Even Andrew with, with Hayes has, has, oh, has yeah. done a lot for us. And so, uh, we've been blessed, uh, just with the industry kind of supporting us and helping us, you know, we create different products. This is our sunset connect. Two gram hash infused, forty-one percent blunt. Holy, moly. <laughs> you know, all the way to you know what we got going on with Hemper um, and Owl's oil, and and just all the different people that we've worked with. Jeez, you know, man, started. so it's like, yeah, we just we're we're new, young, but we're mighty, and we're taking this thing across the country. And- no,
2: I think it's it's grown super quick, super fast. You know what I mean? And, and pretty big and then that's we think you know, we can do same. some
1: work man if we if we get the right right capital partners and get the right supply chain partners Anthony
2: sleeps. no well i mean that's the thing about this industry too. No, my guy does not sleep this industry doesn't <laughs> sleep bro that's good i've
1: wherever i, yeah. I can sleep man it's funny because wifey always makes fun of me because i can't um like i don't sleep normally like i can't go to bed at a regular yeah. bedtime but like i could literally sleep like on the floor, curled up in the corner, in the middle of the day, with like a train going by, and no, I because yeah, I'll I, just I, fall asleep. Because I'm once upbeat. I close
0: my eyes, I'm out. No, I can't do I'm that. Like, like, like someone opening the door, I'm wide awake. Like, why is my door opening? Like, <laughs> I can't. I'm not. Like, no. No. no, no,
1: no, no. You know what's no. helped me recently though? Uh, I've been in the gym every day.
2: That's good, I mean, man.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 going on about three and a half uh, weeks that I've been in the gym at least four to six days a week. That's and tough. That's really it's hard. Like, it's really, really helping me like get back on a cycle.
2: Yeah. Being on a, a specific schedule that you know something consistent. Cause I mean, this industry and I'm sure yours changes even more than ours does. You know what I mean?
1: Bro, uh, entrepreneurship is not for the faint at yeah. heart, man. You know, Absolutely. I'm, in the gym. I'm in the gym. I've been lying to myself for weeks now
0: you've been hit <laughs> i have not hit that. yeah I, I hit the gym maybe three times this entire year so far
1: Come no on, i know man. i mean you up in there man you no, know i so no no
0: seriously like uh october we went like we traveled we went overseas traveled Went to some dope trade shows went yeah to amsterdam for the first time in my life went to canada for the first time in my life went to uh germany for the first time in my life and nice. enjoyed enjoyed all of it enjoyed all the trade shows enjoyed the bonding with the team and everything and you know, it's it opened up our eyes, like you know, international opportunities, but also like, you know, there's still a lot of opportunity here that we haven't really captured. um That is, you know, it's it's waiting for us to take it by force, and you know, you know, we're gonna take it and try to see where we, we can get with it. But uh nice. no, I, I I was about 400 pounds. I um from now to, the, to last time I went to the gym, maybe I think a week or two weeks ago, I went. And I'm down 36 pounds though, so I didn't gain right. weight. I didn't like, you know, the food and everything else. I didn't gain the weight. I'm, I'm still downward trajectory, but I'm I'm going back to the gym. I, you know,
2: see, I've been trying to get him into jujitsu with now, and he's worried about he's gonna get Man, hurt, and it's not that gonna that happen, happened. my dude.
1: The thing is though, he's not even gonna even do anything jujitsu related for the first few months anyway. You guys are just gonna get him warmed up to the movements and totally. to like to get his win right so like you won't even have to worry time. angel i'm just, I'm just gonna want to fight
2: no but we, it's, it's only grappling though you're and not you gonna but
1: you're, but you're not even gonna get to that point yet though angel they, they you got it's gonna take six months just for you to get to the point where you start even doing that type of thing it's really going to be more more high intensity interval training and strength conditioning that that you're going to be doing the first exactly. Yeah,
0: but I'm That's not true. gonna go somewhere where like I'm not gonna get respect for my for, my, for the work I put in on my brown belt, dog. You Be my brown. <laughs> yeah. <belt>. Taekwondo,
2: taekwondo <laughs> that you did though, and and you know Brazilian jiu jitsu is totally different.
0: That's taekwondo. real. So I gotta start all. You over gotta start all over, dude. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I'd rather learn, like taek- I'd rather learn, like karate or some shit. Like like,
2: well, know, I mean, Kempo. Well, ju- okay. So this is the way I put it when I get people trying to get into jiu jitsu. So, I mean, I did Kenpo for a long time. I've done Taekwondo. Um, I've done wrestling and stuff. And this wrestling and you know, jiu-jitsu are pretty similar in the sense that you actually have to do those maneuvers to that person. Okay. The other martial arts is kind of almost not necessarily the theory. Like, you learn how to throw a punch against a bag. You don't really hit somebody until you get more advanced. I'm sure you're hitting people by Brown.
0: Oh yeah, was. I was. I was a national champion. Right, but as sport. a white
2: belt though, <laughs> For taekwondo,
0: that's why. As like, a
2: white belt, you have to learn immediately how to get beat up, basically, and no, just get progressively better. You know, know. and jujitsu, I think, is also the only most realistic uh, scenario types. You know, like Kempo they're like teaching us how to poke someone's eye out. I'm not gonna fucking
0: poke someone's eye out. You know what I mean? Dog, and you, you <laughs> listen. You in a fight, it doesn't matter what it is. Poking eyes right, down, but it's like
2: eyeballs. You'd go over like you know, pretending of how long life. you have to. Matter. No, but you—it's just different, man. I think you'd love it. Just, I think he would love guess. it too. I got. do, you, do is... you train? Do you do jujitsu too? I,
1: I don't. Team. I don't. But 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 when I was you know doing all the things that I was doing in Vegas with the fitness, we had a gym and it was a, it was high intensity interval training and all the jujitsu guys would come and. And and Brandon was also you know trained jujitsu, so I've yeah. been around it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean, and I've seen it. And and you know, I even even boxing, you you totally. just you, you start yeah. learning. You're learning more so the fitness side, because you got to get your win right to do anything anyway. So they're not going to be teaching you that high level stuff until you until you learn all the basics and the movements of things.
2: It all but starts. Get
1: respect, very Angel, because what, emotions. because you know what you got, you got strength. So even though e- you got size to you, so even though you you know you feel you're not as you won't get that respect, you will because you got size. You could if if someone gets caught slipping, all you got to do is grab them and you'll, you'll, you'll bite you body yeah.
0: yeah. Once
1: once I got that grip on you, it's over. You're like the hamper butterbean. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> like. like <laughs> Hispanic butter bean. Angels Hispanic butterbean, bro. Butterbean used to knock motherfuckers out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. You remember that what he did with Johnny Knoxville,
1: dude? That was that You know
0: what that just reminded me? Kimbo Slice. The oh, dude, TV. yo, you remember those days, the good old yeah. Kimbo days? Oh my gosh, yeah.
1: I just watched yeah. the Kimbo fight the other day. It was hilarious. Man, <laughs> that dude did he not. The, uh,
2: he did the Ultimate Fighter for a little bit too. I think I can't tell you what season <laughs> it was, but I remember he tried to get. I to he the did he or UFC?
0: Yeah, he did. He did. He had like two UFC fights, right? Yeah,
2: but I mean, he wasn't. <sighs> He, he was really good at backyard fighting, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, he it, won it a couple cool. in the in the in the UFC, but it was like some it was like some it was very
2: shortly lived. Yeah, yeah, it
1: wasn't like it, but like the 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 real he got his ass handed to him.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, because
1: because oh, yeah. these are people
0: that knew actually how to fight, dog. Like they they, they, That's what they do. Like, yeah, because the hood fight one was like, come on, it was like it was a stamina fight. It oh, I used a, to fucking like, love, train love fighter, those though.
2: I remember. I'll never forget that one big old nut that he left on someone's forehead. Oh, uh, man. That video do you remember viral.
1: that? I do. Oh my! Viral. Viral. Um, I mean, all of
2: them were, but I can't even tell you I mean, how many fights he's done on those. But you
1: know, I forgot what. It was. Yeah, but he—that's yeah, the one that I watched where he—he—he he, he did that. Um It's funny you bring up MMA. Can I? Can I show you guys something? Absolutely. What you got? What you got? Check what this you got? out. What's he got? Um. I got to make sure, though, that you guys can hear it. So let me see if I, could, if I can do it. I'm going to share my screen. And then tell me, can you guys see the screen? Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I'm come, yeah, you can, hear too. Can,
1: can you, If I play this, can you hear it?
0: Uh, it kind
2: of makes you, you're a little frozen right now.
1: <laughs> Am I frozen? Yeah, yeah you're frozen. Yeah. And we
2: can't actually see the screen. It just, oh, now I'm back yeah. to normal.
1: All right, no worries. I was gonna show you guys the uh, the tap obesity out in Vegas. Um,
2: yeah, and- I, I, I remember that, man. I think I that was. It was not uh, that
1: long
0: see. ago. You were in Vegas, so you would have been. No, it
1: was it was it was. No, in, I know. it was in 2012 or 2013. Um, yeah, can you I see was that? in Vegas. He's been here. He's been yeah. in Vegas that long. I haven't yeah. been. So before. I like
2: basically kind of grew up in Vegas and back east as well. But I've been official in Vegas since 2012. I, I moved from LA.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Tell me if you if you guys can hear this. Can, can you see it? I can see yeah. it now. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Okay, yeah, I'll, tap I'll, out. Yeah. Tell me if you can hear it. Hey,
2: listen
1: yep. up. It doesn't matter how big a guy is, how small a guy is. What matters is the drive. One, two, three, four. So we're gonna go one. Back to our
2: faces. Two.
1: Back to
2: our faces and then three. So small. I just wanna go for all
0: right. What's up? My name is Larry Mary.
2: How you doing everybody?
0: My name is Kashin the Dream Peterson. I'm
2: from Lucy Fighter, from Pride Fighter. Tap Obesity Out, Jump for Joy Foundation. We're here today at uh, Camp Jump for Joy.
1: Yeah Tap Out Obesity. It's an event where we're going to work with children and adults, you know, basically teaching them the importance of fitness and nutrition and stuff like that yeah, in everyday life and in sports. There I am. <laughs> so that's what we used to do, man. Stuff like that, man. Right. That's awesome.
0: I literally got hit with an article, I think it was yesterday, or some newscaster or something, saying that uh, by 2025, uh 70% of Americans
1: will be obese. 70 so percent of Americans will be obese. I mean, back back in when we were doing that in 2010, 2011, 12, 13-ish, it was like one out of every three people were obese. So, you know, it's 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 definitely an issue. And see, I, if you notice, we did it in a fun way, cool way. Let the celebrities of that sport teach the kids what it was, and it just became this big thing, man. And we grew so large and it was for a sure. blessing, and then I ended up getting taken away from that because of this cannabis bullshit. And I hadn't <laughs> even dealt with cannabis for six and a half years, but six years back from the point you just saw, I did mm-hmm. sell cannabis, and so uh, I ended up, you know, losing all that. And then my passion kind of died for it at once. It got taken away, and then, you know, now I got my passion back, and I'm doing yeah. what we're doing for that, but more on you know what you see with our careers and you yeah. know same. Same business mind, but just a different mission now. But it oh, was yeah. fun doing those things, and I remember all the jujitsu's and the MMA. Yeah, and man. All the time. So I feel
2: like I remember that. I don't remember. Was that a gym, Ryu? I, I mean,
1: I, I House of Ryu was was the old tap-out gym. Yeah, it was over there oh, in like. It, it was okay. like behind That's where nothing. where the Raider he Stadium. There
0: helping me with the kids, and you guys know each other, but he doesn't know.
1: What's <laughs> that? What's that area behind like behind the Raider Stadium? Arville. Yeah. Arville. Yeah, like Arville and Russell. Like that area ish. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's funny,
0: though. That's, fun. that's where that gym
1: was at.
2: Yeah, I remember that gym. I was yeah. I just started jujitsu then, basically.
1: That's a dope ass gym, dude. Yeah.
2: That was a long time ago.
1: It was the old tap out gym and then it changed to House of Rue. Mm-hmm. Um and they would give us the gym for free because we were doing it for the kids, you know. And so yeah. it was really dope. We, you know you know how it is, Angel. I'm trying to leverage and barter and, you know, work with different brands and build it all up together. And everybody got credit for it, you know. But it was yeah. dope, man. Yeah. We, had, we had a good time. Did you see um, Kevin Randleman, rest in peace, um, yes. in that first one? Like just letting a kid do a drive like that to him where he was going. Like, dude, that kid will never forget that. Yeah, never. Absolutely,
2: never. I mean that helps them build the confidence early, early on. You know, it, yeah, it's you it's not a real. natural movement to be able to grab somebody like that and then not only try to physically hurt them. It's not a natural thing to do. You know, and
1: it's then it's like cool a,
2: afterwards. It's even better.
1: <laughs> it's like a it's like a, a a kid. It's like Michael Jordan allowing a little kid to dunk on him. A hundred percent. Yeah, you 100%. know what I mean, and like just that, but like. I only bring that I only showed you guys that video because we were talking so deep about m m a and Vegas and jiu Jitsu, yeah. and that was something in like Vegas's history that you know will always be there you know we 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 did a really big thing that day, so
0: and you know i have a big question for you, so first time you smoked cannabis,
1: when was it how mm-hmm. was it like
0: give give, give us that experience,
1: <laughs> dude, we're talking like junior high days, oh yeah. Sam. Yeah, we're, we're talking like 1992,
0: 1993-ish. Um, this is the chronic ninety two-ish. I think I was born till the end of that fucking year. What do you mean
1: ninety two ish? What are we talking? Yeah, yeah, it, it it was cause yeah, it was it was ninety-two or ninety-three. It was when the chronic was out, Snoop, oh, nice, Dre, all that. You know, I'm in the San Fernando Valley, North Hollywood. Oh, um, which yeah,
0: is,
1: which is in l a county, um, and we, my boy and i we we got some weed, and we you know, if you remember, do you remember the nickel sacks of stress were like the big dub sacks, yes, <laughs> <Right? So> like <laughs> it wasn't like a gram. it was like bigger than a gram. It was like about that big. Yeah. We got one of those, and we just smoked it. I remember hitting a cigar back then really, really hard, hard. Like, I hit a full cigar and choked my ass off, and I said, fuck this. I'm not smoking this shit ever again. I hated tobacco from that day forward, and the weed is what I smoked. And so we just smoked weed, and that was – it. Was yeah, it was 90 – it was when I was in the eighth grade. Seventh or eighth grade? Yeah, eighth grade. It was eighth grade, which means – 1992 to 93 it was right in that time period
2: yeah yes i was around that age too i was like
1: 12 13 yep and see back then we didn't have all this shit that we got now dude we had chocolate tie you know what i mean we had chronic we had oh man I know, was, was, it was
2: Heddies, mids, KD or some God. shit. <laughs>
1: like, I don't you know, know what like I, I smoked
0: what like kind of my brother had at first, so it's really one. So back in the day, like growing up, like you threw it's So like growing up, like my brother, um, like I'm Hispanic, so I grew up in Florida at the time and you know, like, you hear a lot of like Puerto Rican, like Hispanic, like Reggaeton artists there, they're always mm-hmm. in like Crippy, right? So crippy is like like I I still don't even know what strain really is to be honest with you i can just What's it tell called? you that creepy creepy yeah so, c-r-i-p-p-y Krippy. okay <laughs> or maybe with a k who knows like it depends on which motherfucker was spelling it right but, <laughs> uh like the hairs on the nugs were red yeah the red hairs. red 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 yeah red. like it looked it was it might as well have been like a red it, instead of green it was red yeah so instead of gold like you know like when you look at like you look at your buzz now like maybe, like, a golden color, like, you know, a greenish color, like, a clear kind of color. God, this shit was red. And everyone called it creepy. Like, oh, that's the best. Like, that's premium. Like, that's gas, gas. Like, you know, that that's, that's, you know, that's whatever the fuck you want to call it at the time. And like, this you know, is in this, Florida? Yeah, this is back in Florida. So, um, that yes. was, that's literally one of my brothers. Like, even, like, I brought him some weed, like, a few years ago. Uh, I brought him some weed, you know, got, got some Cali weed and shit, and he, uh, he was like, oh my god, what is this? Like, and I'll be yeah, honest with you. Uh, I allegedly don't remember the year because I allegedly <laughs> did something I shouldn't. have done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, but, yeah, think, like two thousand. Uh been twenty. Oh, for me, yeah. it would have been twenty eighteen. Oh no, no, no. Oh, when I my oh, that was uh, you're was in high fun. school. Uh, sophomore two thousand eight. No, cause I actually stole it from them.
2: all right you're incriminating yourself dude 2010
1: 2009 yeah if you were in high school
0: probably no i was no okay i I was gonna this was like 2005 to 2008 oh your brother was in high school my brothers are 10 years old you gotcha okay
1: so it couldn't have been santa margarita it couldn't have been santa marta gold because santa marta gold is a little bit older that's like the 80s and 90s that was coming over from Colombia It was better than the Mexican compressed shit Oh no our shit came from DR yeah. Okay yeah Cause I'm I mean, like, like it, could,
0: it came from like most of the weed Most of the drugs like, Yeah I'm trying yeah, to think of like what DR that would be Yeah 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 Cause the second the thing is people would So like what would happen is A lot of the drug dealers would take their Their chick crack cocaine weed Whatever they're bringing from From Colombia from anywhere It doesn't matter where the fuck you want it from You would leave DR on a little boat And go from DR to Puerto Rico of Puerto Rico, you're already on U.S. territory. That's fact. Yeah, that's real. You're already on U.S. territory, so getting it from within the U.S. to another U.S. location, like, is nothing. You can do a fucking moving storage. Really. It don't matter, right? You know I mean, versus like you're going from an, an external country into America, they're looking at you like, who, like, what drugs did you bring today? <laughs> you, like, even if you don't got anything, what did you decide you weren't? Going what to? did you just bring?
1: Have you guys ever been arrested at the border for bringing over contraband before?
0: Never. (laughs) But I
2: did get arrested for a gram of weed in Maryland for some bullshit. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: I know all about Maryland. I I have not for anything, and I
1: don't plan on doing anything because I allegedly have never done anything. I allegedly allegedly almost got – dude, it was crazy. I almost got arrested for bringing fireworks over. Oh, my God. I got
0: caught with fireworks, but the cop was nice. It wasn't my dad yeah i yeah, wasn't dude. thinking that fireworks yeah, like yes florida and georgia type shit. yeah, florida, Alabama
1: yeah. Shit. so that. you know we're we're young dumb me and my two homeboys we're down in, in in tj and we get you know it's a white guy a mexican guy and a black guy and we get pulled over at the border they they look at us they're like uh-uh secondary we get hit <laughs> the, right then they find the fucking fireworks, the M80s, and dude, they arrested us. They took us in. And then they ended up just giving us a fine and letting us go like hours later. But we had to go through the bullshit. So oh, man. I, hey, the fireworks, I was like, we bought these here. What you mean? Like, this ain't no, like, we didn't smuggle these. We bought them. Right. You can't, you can't bring fire fireworks into the country
0: on my own. They kept those fireworks themselves and use them themselves. Like, oh, they, <laughs> they, they just
1: got fireworks. Have, That's exactly the M80s were so fun back in the day. We had bad. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. it took them from us. It was like, Dude, oh. Actually,
0: that reminds me. There was a kid when I was growing up in elementary school. I'm pretty sure it was an M80. It may have been it may have been some other shit. But he threw a firecracker in the toilet and it cracked. Oh, awesome. yeah. I remember that happened in one of those movies. They, they have those right? videos out on TikTok of that shit, I'm sure. Or yeah. maybe I'm just older. I've always wanted to try that shit. Yeah. Just throw a firecrack <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know well, you, you can, can do heathen. that now buddy oh, i'm not doing it in my own fucking house
1: <laughs> the little heathen in you, you. yeah yes. Yes. like that's hey cool. listen
0: i like to see something's crash fire and burn because it's the only way you can fix them like, <laughs> hey you it's gotta where you can fix something break before, it down right? to build it up better right yeah that's it there you and go everything you do the second time is always better than the first yes sir immensely yes sir like whenever i used to design something and like I send it in, I'm like, all right, then I, I delete it, start fresh again. I'm like, damn, that fucking, you know, the second set of designs look way better than the first ones. Yeah. So, you know, we need examples. We need something to work off. of.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to wrap it up, guys. But, Anthony, thank you so much for coming on. If you want to give people, uh let them know where you can find you and, and what's going on with 40.
0: Yeah. Yeah. support 40 tons, guys. Everybody. like, They're, they're, they're really doing it.
1: Man, I really, really appreciate that. I'm actually um, putting some information right now on the banner that's about to change, um, and so yes, we yeah, let's are... get that up. There yeah, we go. Well, we're also both hiring for producers, so please
0: because <laughs> apparently we need a producer. We're doing too much shit. So yes, yes,
2: hey, for sure. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take some help. <laughs> yeah,
0: we'll take some help for
2: sure, for sure. Well, Anthony, <laughs> thank you so much, brother.
1: Yes, man. Thank you, man. Please, everybody go follow 40 tons brand across all platforms. It's four zero T O N S brand on all platforms. June 19th, Chicago level up career conference sponsored by good green. Um, And so we're really, really excited about that. Look out for the hemper bongs that are coming soon and look out for the hemper rolling trays that are coming really Uh, soon. It's going to be sick. It's going to be dope. And remember, no one should be in prison over weed. Free all the guys that are locked up over unjust weed laws. Peace and love. Amen. Amen. Amen.
2: Peace, man. I'm gonna take this bong rip for you. <laughs> Wish you were here, Please. brother. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna take this uh, this this uh, uh, hash blunt hit for you. There you go.
2: There you go. Oh all right, God. guys. Thanks lighter. for coming back lighter. in today, dude. I got your lighter right here. I got your lighter. <laughs>
0: Thank- you're listening to. Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.